good, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about the NBA Finals, Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors, and also some Laker rumors. Now, let's start off by talking about the NBA Finals. Um, it's the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors. Game 1 is on Thursday in Toronto. Um, Toronto has a better record than Golden State by one game, and that's going to be a crucial game for Golden State. To come in early and get the uh, game one because uh, Toronto's riding high right now. Kawhi Leonard's playing at a high level. Mark Gasol's playing at a high level. Kyle Lowry, Siakam, Van Vliet, Danny Green, Serge Ibaka, all these guys. Norm- Norman Powell, they got guys that compete at a high level and thrive off energy, thrive off, thrive off against the rim, sharing the ball. And uh, Nick Nurse, I think that's his name, the coach for the Raptors. Is a great coach. He should be coach of the year, man. He uh took that Toronto team from uh Dwayne Casey and turned them into a championship contending team. And they've just been balling out all all playoffs. And they're sleepers because everybody was picking either Boston or Milwaukee to get to the finals. I had Milwaukee get to the finals versus Golden State. I had Milwaukee winning last night, but they came up short. But I think Toronto has a chance to at least compete at a high level. Not, I reflected and watched highlights of the uh, Warriors and Raptors, like like each by themselves, like watch the Warriors highlights and then the Toronto Raptors. I feel like Toronto is going to compete because they got uh, Siakam could play at a high level. He could, he's really athletic. He can deflect the passing lanes, get rebounds, get assists. He can guard like a Draymond Green. He can He's the same length as Draymond Green, so he has his wingspan out. He's, I think Draymond Green is 6'9", and Siakam 6'9", so that goes there. And Kyle Lowry's been balling out these playoffs, man. I know he had one bad series versus Toronto, and I think he's going to do well against Stephen Curry. And they got they, all, they also got guys that could throw out Stephen Curry. They got Kawhi Leonard, Van Vliet, Danny Green, and Kyle Lowry. And Kawhi Leonard is going to probably guard uh, Stephen Curry most of the series, but if Kevin Durant comes back, I think there's rumors about Kevin Durant coming back either game four or five, same with Cousins, and I feel like Toronto should take this advantage and get up in the series early, so game one's crucial for the Raptors, in my opinion, because if you get up on the defending champions 1-0, then you can have confidence, and then that confidence could turn into NBA champions, so what I'm saying is I think Toronto has a puncher's chance of beating the Golden State Warriors. Um, who do I have winning game one? I have Toronto winning game one on Thursday. It's going to be very entertaining. And keys to the that series for the uh, for both teams, the bench. The bench for both teams have to play well. Van Vliet has to play well. Danny Green, Serge Ibaka, Norman Powell. And for the Golden State Warriors bench, Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Quinn Cook, um, Kevin uh, Looney. Looney, his name is Looney. So all these guys off the bench could get rebounds, get assists, defective passing lane, and the defense has been good. Has been really, really good. Warriors have been playing excellent defense. They've been getting out in, in transition, and the keys to that series is limiting turnovers because I think the Warriors turned up, were turned the ball over in the playoffs. I, th- I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, I think they've been turned the ball over 11 a game in the playoffs, I believe. I don't got the stats with me right now, but I believe I saw a stat that said either 11 or 12. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, 
I just feel like the turnovers are most important because if you're Toronto and you turn the ball over against Golden State, you're going to get blown out. But I think if Golden State turns the ball over, it gives a chance for Toronto to get to get back in transition, set up, get the ball to Kawhi Leonard, throw, the mark, throw it in the Marcus Gasol, and Kawhi Leonard's been balling out. And there's this debate about who's the best player in the NBA in the playoffs. To be honest, it's still LeBron James. LeBron James is well-rested. Missing the playoffs, healthy, angry, pissed off. And he don't be surprised if he comes out next season, balling out, taking games over, and getting us back to the NBA championship because LeBron James is the best player in the league and in the NBA. So, and in the playoffs, if he was playing, what I'm saying is, I just don't, you ha- I don't know, man. I just feel like LeBron just is better than KD and Kawhi, in my opinion. Just my opinion. If you guys have your opinion, you can always leave me a voice message and we can come on a podcast about it. I just feel like LeBron's the best player in the game. And, uh, yeah, now let's switch over to some Laker talk. Um, there's rumors out there that the Lakers, not the Lakers, the uh, Washington Wizards are, if there were, if the Lakers and Wizards did talk about a trade for Bradley Bill, uh, the Washington Wizards want the fourth pick, Lonzo, Ingram, and Kuzma for Bradley Bill. Hell no, hell no. Like the fourth pick, the fourth the fourth pick, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Kuzma. That's four for one. We're getting ripped off. They're gaining something. So what I'm saying is, and I'm not doing it. You know why? He has a big contract, five years, over five five years, hundred twenty million dollar contract. So that would eliminate our chances to get anybody else. So I say no. But if it's a three-team trade that could facilitate us and um, Anthony Davis and Bradley Bill, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Maybe you, Rob Plinko hits up Washington and says, hey, you want to do a three-way? You throw the fourth pick at the Pelicans. And let's say Lonzo goes to Washington, Brandon Ingram, and Kuzma go to New Orleans, and we get Anthony Davis and Bradley Bill. That would be and then that's how I'll do it because we would have a, a big three of LeBron, Bradley Beal, and Anthony Davis. That would get us to a championship. I'm saying what happened. No, I'm just saying these are ideas that the Lakers should do. But whatever they decide to do, I'll be okay with. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like this this Bradley Beal rumor needs to put re- re- rest to bed because I don't want Bradley Beal. His contract's too heavy. He's, uh, I believe, a little bit injury prone, man. Because I remember he came out of Florida the first two seasons he was injured. He didn't get he didn't get going until his third or fourth year, but he's really good at shooting. I love his ability to get to the rim. I love his ability to hit up open shots. And LeBron would work perfect for Bradley Bill, but if his contract wasn't so heavy, I would definitely do that. You know what I mean? So I just think that that rumor needs to put to bed. And also, LeBron James has been um, recruiting Jimmy Butler. Do I think it would be a good fit? Yeah, but he ain't worth the max. The only person that's worth the max are Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. Those are the players I think that the Lakers should have the main focus on. But I also think that that um, LeBron is recruiting Anthony Davis. And people are saying Westbrook. I think the Westbrook thing was probably for Space Jam 2. Probably he'll play like a, uh, a character in Space Jam 2. So I'm really looking forward to with the free agent holds, but if we somehow did get, okay, let's say about this, 
Is Jimmy Butler worth the max? Hell no. Let me tell you why. He plays with passion, energy, hustle, grit, grind. That's something I like. But I just don't think he's worth it, man. Because there's there there's way more players better than Jimmy Butler's worth the max. Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi. Four players. All those four players I mentioned are worth the max. And speaking of Kyrie Irving, man, him and LeBron had lunch on Tuesday. And um, I really feel like he's going to be a Laker, man. Kawhi, not Kawhi. I really feel like Kyrie Irving is going to be a Laker because he's he wants to be in the same same thing that LeBron's doing in movies, have his own brand and have his own city around him and like what LeBron's doing. So I feel like Kyrie uh, wants to follow the footsteps he was in movies. He was he does movies. He was in like like cart I believe cartoons and movies and stuff. So he wants to follow that hold. He was on Nickelodeon before, so was LeBron. So I just feel like. A lot of the athletes these days just want to go. Uh, some of them just want to go to LA to go be in like movies and stuff. But LeBron ain't about. LeBron came to LA to win championships with the Los Angeles Lakers. He knows what it, he knows what it takes to win a championship with the team. So he done it with Cleveland. He took a team to the NBA Finals. Oh my God, it was the East. Okay, it's the it's playoffs. You know what I mean? It's. I just feel like the Eastern Conference was weak back then, but I think the West is is harder. But I feel like if Kevin Durant leaves and that team breaks up, do I think they'll break up? I don't know. I actually know what I'm gonna say no because if you look at it, if the if the Golden State Warriors three peat without Kevin Durant, that that third championship that Kevin Durant has, he earned it. He earned it. I know he he got injured, uh, but I just feel like Kevin Durant's gonna be ready for either game three or four. But if Kevin Durant why would you? Why would you want to leave? You can win. If you win this championship, that's three peat, and you could possibly be four peat. You know what I mean? So, it just feels like that Canada's gonna stay. So I don't want. I don't know. I, I hope Canada at least so it can open us up so we can try to get to the West Conference Finals or NBA Finals because that team has been dominating the league for the past couple of years now, and I'm getting sick and tired of them. But. I'm not going to hate on them because if I hate on them, then what's that going to do? You know what I mean? I already know they're going to win. There's no point of going against them because there's no point because they're going to three-peat. They're going to get probably tested. The probably gonna, I give, you know what? Golden State's not going to sweep Toronto. I gave Toronto two games. I think Toronto wins game one. Golden State wins game two. And going, and the Toronto wins game, game three, go up 2-1, and then Golden State wins the rest. So... What I'm saying is I'm just tired of the Warriors winning. I want them to – because I, I can't say the Golden State Warriors are going to lose because they're not. So I can't say that. But like I was saying, let's get back into – I know I'm off topic for a little bit, but when we get back to the free agents about LeBron and Kyrie Irving, I just feel like it would work best for us. You have Kyrie Irving – or Lonzo Ball, Kyrie Irving, LeBron, Brandon Ingram. Kuzma, you can have, you can maybe get JaVale McGee back, maybe go get Cousins, maybe go get DeAndre Jordan, maybe we go get some of these guys that would fit with LeBron. I know DeAndre Jordan wouldn't fit, but I'm saying for defensive wise, he would. Same with JaVale McGee. If we brought back JaVale McGee, that'd be good. And I feel like Lonzo and uh, Kyrie would, would work really well because I just feel that Lonzo is meant to play with LeBron. He loves to pass. 
play defense and he can score. He needs to be more aggressive. I know he's going to be more aggressive because Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd's going to um, bring him under his wing and um, bring him under his wing and teach him the ropes of how to become a great point guard in this league. And and LeBron, like I said, LeBron and Kyrie bring championship experience. We need to go get maybe like go get a Rondo back and maybe even get a Lance, not last season, so maybe get a JJ Redick or a. Maybe you know, Chris Middleton, man. Maybe for cheap. Maybe do a one-on-one. Maybe do a two-year one-on-one with the player option. Decline that after the season. What I'm saying is, we need shooters around LeBron. It just shows that when we have shooters, he wins. And he, when he doesn't, he doesn't win. So we need to get shooters. We need to go get a Kawhi. We need to go get Jimmy Butler. Maybe even a Kemba. We need to surround LeBron with shooters. We need to be aggressive. I know Lakers are gonna be aggressive. Lakers might like every every Laker fan that asks me, "Are you guys you prefer a draft?" I'm like, no. I'm like they're like why? Because I know we're gonna trade it for either Anthony Davis or maybe even a CJ McCollum or Damian Lillard. You never know, man. You never know. Damian Lillard could get upset. Ask out of Portland. Same with CJ McCollum. You never know. Somebody from like Milwaukee, like Kumpo, may ask. You never know. It's the NBA. Who would have thought Kim Grant would leave Golden State? So don't be surprised if Carl Anthony Towns asks out. Don't be surprised if Westbrook asks out of Oklahoma City or Paul George. I'm just saying, you never know. What these players are thinking, you know what I mean. So we just gotta, we can't always assume we're gonna get Anthony Davis, and we can't always assume we're gonna draft these players. And I feel like we're oh, we are gonna trade that pick because I don't think we need another young asset to go with LeBron, have him develop. We know we need to get it going, and that's the basketball. I thank you, basketball gods, for that fourth pick. I know I thought we we're gonna get the number one. If we would have got the number one pick, would I have traded that for Anthony Davis? Hell yeah, I would. Anthony Davis, LeBron, Kyrie, Kuzma. Nope, Kuzma would be gone. It would be Anthony Davis, LeBron, Kyrie, a bunch of role players that could spread the floor, shoot, win NBA championship. So I don't expect any. I don't feel like I don't feel like we're gonna we're gonna keep the pick. I feel like we're gonna trade it for Anthony Davis, and we're gonna try to get this thing rolling. And I feel like we're gonna try to facilitate a three team trade. And I think we are gonna probably. In my opinion, I think we will trade Lonzo, but if we don't, I'm happy. If we do, we've got to keep pushing, but we have to see how the draft plays out and the free agency in June. The June is almost here, man. Can't wait till end of the month of June, man. It's going to be crazy, crazy offseason. I trust my Lakers. I trust my organization. And, and people think I'm biased about the Lakers when it comes to them. You know what I mean? Because I, you know why? The last six seasons hasn't been good. That's in the past. Flip the page. It's a new chapter. Chapter one with LeBron didn't go well. Flip the page. Chapter two. We got three more years left with LeBron. If we strike out on free agency and don't win the NBA championship in the LeBron era, then that's when I would criticize the front office. But until then, we give him a chance. Give Rob Polinka a chance. Oh, he's inexperienced. Yeah, he's inexperienced. But that's how you get better as an individual. You go through those growing pains. You go through those situations where you made a mistake. You know what I mean? So you can... Develop that habit of making the right decision. Same with Linda Rabbits. Everybody's blaming her. Let her go through the growing pains. Let her go through those things that she messed up on, possibly. You know what I mean? So, And then she'll learn from it and get better. You know what I mean? So we just have to give this front office a chance. I trust Rob, I trust everybody in the front office. I'm not just saying that because just because I took a picture with Genia. I really, truly believe that. And this franchise is not dysfunctional. If it was dysfunctional, LeBron James would be asking out of L.A. If it was, if people think it's so dysfunctional, LeBron asked out of LA, 
all the young rookies would ask out of L.A., and you would see people trying to get out of L.A. LeBron James is staying with the Los Angeles Lakers. We're not trading him. And Jeannie Buss is not selling the team. So quit asking. Quit trying to hope for that. No. And if if Jeannie Buss won't sell the team, I can guarantee you that. Same with LeBron. We ain't trading LeBron James. I'm getting frustrated because we just have to give this new regime a chance. They're panicking. Laker fans are panicking so much, man. Just very frustrated. I know Laker fans have been used to winning. Here's what I'm going to say. Us as fans, we're going through an adversity with our team. And we just have to capitalize on this opportunity, man, because we have to stay positive and patient because once we win the NBA championship, it's going to be well worth it. And I'm going to be at the parade once we win the NBA championship. And once we do that, all the, all the media is going to stop talking about us. And it's crazy that like we're, 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 we've been losing the last six seasons and we're still being talked about every day. And then that just shows you that Lakers are the most talked about team, win or lose. So, it's, I guess that's just the nature of the basketball and the NBA and historic franchises. Makes sense. So, what the Lakers need to do is do the right thing, which I trust. I know they will. Get it back. If you're listening to this, everybody, put hashtag give the front office a chance. And, and, me, and message me in it on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. So... We just got to get up front office a chance. And and the funny thing, too, I'm going to go back to the liquor protest. There was fans saying, don't hire Jason Kidd. Don't hire Jason Kidd. Front office is like, that sign is ass. I'm still going to hire Jason Kidd. That sign is not going to make me stop. That sign that you put up Jason Kidd in his, uh, his mugshot is not going to be. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, that picture freaks me out. You can't hire Jason Kidd. They're like, no, what? That that uh, photo of him or that thing that said don't hire him was ass. So they still hired him. So what I'm saying is that protest didn't mean anything. They got all worked up for nothing. Like, like I know I talked about a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago. But I'm bringing it back to the podcast because it's just outside looking in. Like after reflecting and like rewatching people, they were just had something. They just wanted something to do and. Get on TV and get excited, and it's like you're gonna get mad because we didn't we didn't hire Tom or Lou. But how come we didn't do that when Jim Buss and Mitch Kupchak were in the front office? Explain that. So we just gotta be patient. We're gonna get the superstars that we're gonna get back to it, and and it's gonna be all good. And I know we get back to the promised land. I have all the faith in the world in this front office. And shout out to Jeannie Buss for everything you do. Her Lakers appreciate you. Keep up the great work. Don't listen. Don't listen to the haters out there. Just continue your success. Stay focused. Continue to grind. But I'm gonna end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan. Follow me on Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan underscore. And I'm also doing a giveaway for a Big Baby Jonathan tote bag and a Big Baby Jonathan T-shirt. All you have to do to enter the giveaway: send me a screenshot of you supporting the podcast. And if you show me you're supporting the podcast, it's either $0.99, cents, $4.99, $9.99. So you have to prove that you are a, a supporter of the podcast. You can either pick $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99. And I really appreciate it if you guys support it, man. But, uh, yeah, man, until then, like Nancy also says, the marathon continues. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there.
What's good, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about about what Max Kellen was talking about earlier today about he thinks Kawhi Leonard is a more clutch player than Kobe. Max Kellerman, you need to be drug tested. You need to be drug tested immediately because Kawhi Leonard is a great, talented player, but he ain't no clutch, more clutch than Kobe. Come on now. Come on, bro. Like, really? Kobe Bryant is a killer. He has that attitude. He has that tenacity. And Max Kellerman is just basing that off that one lucky bounce against Philly. Kobe Bryant is a killer. He ain't afraid of the big shot. He ain't afraid. You know, they're just basing off that one lucky bounce. I know they showed the comparisons, but Kobe Bryant's way better than Kawhi Leonard. Way better. If you ask me right now to start your franchise, Kobe Bryant or Kawhi, Kobe, easy, because Kobe Bryant's a killer, he has that tenacity, he has that hustle, grit, grind, he has that dog in him, you know what I mean, like that rough rider, he ain't, he ain't afraid of the big moment, you know what I mean, and everybody's, oh my god, he had the bad finals, well, he he didn't shoot the ball well, but he did other things to get involved in that game seven against the Boston Celtics, he had eight, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, he did other things, the shot wasn't going well, but what I'm saying is Kobe Bryant is clutch. I'm telling you, he's clutch. So everybody needs to put respect in Kobe Bryant's name. Ever since he retired, they've been bashing him. Oh, he's not clutch enough. He ain't this and he ain't that. Put some respect on Kobe Bryant's name. You know what I mean? He's one of the best players of all time, in my opinion. Love his tenacity. Love his hustle. Love his great grind. He has that same mentality like, like Michael Jordan. To me, Michael Jordan and Kobe are the same players. They're the same players. If you go to YouTube right now, Type up Kobe Bryant versus Michael Jordan. There's going to be a video of them shooting the same, talking the same, attitude the same. Michael Jordan and Kobe are the same. Kobe Bryant is better than Michael Jordan, in my opinion, because let me tell you what. The reason I think that is because I never really saw Michael Jordan play. I only saw the highlights, so I didn't experience it live. But I could kind of sense that Michael Jordan has that dog in him, that hustle, grit, grind. But what I'm saying is Michael Jordan... Michael Jordan's up there, but Kobe Bryant's better. But let me get back to Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's a great, talented player. Kawhi Leonard's talented. Kawhi Leonard's very talented. Love his ability to get to the rim. But I don't think he's... he's. I don't know, man. Like, Max Kellerman is just basing that off of that one shot against Philly. So, like, like they talked about this earlier in the month about Max Kellerman on first take on ESPN saying... Kawhi's more clutch than Kobe. It's like, come on, bro. Put some respect on his name, Max. Like, Kobe Bryant, just when you need a basket, when it counts, when you need it, when you need a bucket the most, give it to Kobe. Get the hell out the way. Like, like if it was crunch time, game seven NBA finals, Kobe or Kawhi, I'll give it to Kobe 100% of the time because he'll make it 95, 98% of the time. You know, I mean, I, I trust Kobe. He hits game winners before. He hit game winners against the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. He hit buzzer beaters against the, the Portland Trailblazers to, to get the number one seed. He hit game winners against U, Denver in the Western Conference Finals. He just hits these big clutch shots down the stretch. It doesn't have to be at the buzzer. It could be up two with 50 seconds remaining. And then Kobe to a big shot, push the game away. So Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant is a better clutch player than Kawhi. 
I don't care what anybody says. I love his, I, I just love the way that Kobe plays. I just love his ability to get to the rim at ease, post up, fade away. And everybody says he's a ball. Kobe Bryant is not a ball hog. Why does everybody think that? Just because he takes a lot of shots? But it's like, come on, bro. They're just hating on Kobe. It's like, it's like they're just praising Kawhi because he's having the great finals. No, or not finals, a great playoffs. Don't get me wrong, Kawhi Leonard's having the great playoffs, but Kawhi was making shots down the stretch again with the Spurs against Cavs in the finals and the Heat. But they they didn't have that comparison. Just they didn't they weren't, they weren't talking about the comparison around the media until Kobe retired. It's like, come on, bro. Like I said, put some respect on Kobe's name, man. It's like. Like, Kobe always gets disrespected in the conversations for the greatest player of all time. It's always LeBron and Jordan. LeBron and Jordan. Kevin Durant and Jordan. Kevin Durant and LeBron. Y'all need to have respect for Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest players of all time. He's done a lot for the game. So, y'all need to respect Kobe Bean Bryant. Because just the nature of the game, man, he's one of the greatest of all time. His ability... I just like his game. He's just passion for the game. His passion, his heart. You don't take nights off. Like, perfect example. Give you a perfect example. I'm not bashing LeBron James. LeBron James got blown out by 25 points and passed Kobe. He posted on Instagram. If Kobe Bryant got blown out by 25 points, you don't see him posting shit on Instagram. I know it's accomplishment, but come on, bro. What I'm saying is Kobe Bryant doesn't like, doesn't like post on social media when he was playing and. Be on Twitter. He, he takes his game seriously. Like he'll push you. The person I think would would work would would need LeBron James to be a teammate would be Kobe because Kobe Bryant would push LeBron. You know what I mean? Like if he's not get back on defense, he'll get in your face and say get back on defense. Kobe ain't afraid afraid to get into like an argument on the court. He ain't afraid of that. Like that's why people think oh he didn't win without Shaq. He won without Shaq. Easy. He won two straight without Shaq. So, oh my god, you had Pau Gasol and your bottom Lamar with him. Okay. What? Well, people said he couldn't win a championship without Kobe. Or people said when Shaq left, oh, Kobe can't win without Shaq. But he won two championships. So I don't get the narrative why when, when, when Kobe wins two championships without Shaq. But Shaq won a championship without Kobe, so it's evened out. So, like, the media always likes to always put out this, oh... Kobe has no a lot of fans out there that I talk to always say Kobe Bryant had help with Shaq, Pau Gasol. Well, but when I bring up LeBron James having help with Kyrie hitting a big shot against Golden State Warriors or having him team up, having LeBron team up with Miami, it's the same thing. You can you can't win without superstars. You you can't win by yourself. Excuse me. You can't win by yourself. It's a proven fact. And like like here's. For example, Kawhi Leonard has a team. He didn't get to the finals by himself. He had Mark Gasol, Siakam, Danny Green, Van Vliet. So people need to stop with this. Oh my God, Kobe Bryant didn't had help. Well, duh. Everybody needs help in the NBA, bro. It's a team game. You can't you can't win a championship by yourself. Like, let's get into that. Every, like, why do people always have to say, oh? Uh, Derek Fit or Kobe had helped to win championship. He had people had clutch shots for him. Okay, that's true. It's part of the game. Kobe 
throw it out to Big Shot Rob, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Sasa Vujicic, Ronald Test, um, okay, Lamar Odom, Andrew Bynum, Pau Gasol. Kobe did have help, okay? that That's understandable. But I don't get why when I talk to LeBron fans and I say LeBron has help, they get all mad and like, oh my god. Like, oh my god, he doesn't have help. LeBron James did have help. But the first time in Cleveland when he got swept by the Spurs, he didn't have help. LeBron James needed to go to, to Miami just to team up with the Heat so he could beat the Boston Celtics. And people say, like, like a lot of people I talk to say that LeBron didn't go to Miami to team up with the Heat just to beat the Celtics. He won the championship. He got he created that super team that not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. What I'm saying is I just don't get why LeBron fans get upset when people always try to flip the script on them because they always throw it at me like, oh, Kobe had help. Derek Fisher made those shots. Robert Ray, but Kyrie Irving hit that big shot. Ray Allen hit that big shot. Let's say for a perfect example, who let's, let's get into that. Let's say Robert Ray didn't hit that game winner against Sacramento. Would Kobe Bryant have rings at least four or three? Who knows? Or if Derek Fisher hit that 0.4 shot against San Antonio, would he have still have rings? Who knows? Let's say if LeBron missed that shot against the Spurs, well, he did. But let's say Chris Bosh didn't get that rebound. Let's say Tim Duncan got the rebound. LeBron would probably, to be honest, probably have only three rings. Or maybe even two. What I'm saying is, like, there's always this what if this, what if that, what if Shaq and Kobe never split up? Then Shaq and Kobe would have seven or six championships right now. You could book it. You know what I mean? Or what if Kyrie and LeBron never split up? They would have still would have been playing right now together. So I just don't know why like um, LeBron fans and Kobe Bryant fans always have to go through that same narrative, like back and forth with each other. Just enjoy greatness. Enjoy greatness. Quit gossiping. Kobe has five. LeBron has, I think three. So I believe three or four. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, come on, man. Like, like everybody needs to enjoy greatness, co- enjoy Kobe's greatness. Like, he, Max Kellerman needs to put respect on Kobe Bryant's name. It's like, come on, bro. Has There's a thing on first take right now saying, has Kawhi Leonard proven he's a better closer than Kobe? Question mark. Come on, bro. But why don't you say that about LeBron? So, so it's like, come on, bro. Respect the... Respect his name. Kobe Bryant played 82 games. 2007. 2009. So. Played 80 games. Three other times. So what they were talking about. about oh, Kobe was injured and Kawhi was injured. But it's like, come on, bro. Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest players of all time. And people need to respect Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant is cl- more clutch than Kawhi. I don't care what anybody says. And uh, what do you guys think? Is Kawhi better than Kobe in clutchness? Just let me know. I'm going to end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Have a great Memorial Day. Peace out.